Okay, that was so, in, it wasn't that inspirational. Just, it makes me want to cry. It's just, what a blessing. Um, as you all know, I don't want to stand in front of you, Lexi, that I have such a ministry for this camp. I, this is my 10th year. It's my little anniversary. Um, I just have such a, a passion in my heart for church camp, and I love it. And I always tease David. I always call down the mountain and say, you know, maybe we should go into the full-time camp ministry. He's like, Holly, I think we should talk a little bit more. <laughs> but I just am so blessed um, that I'm able to go and that I pray about it um, you know, weekly, monthly, um, daily that I'm able to go with these kids and um, God moves me in many ways and be able to, the parents, I thank you so much for trusting me and pastor to be able to travel. It's a long ways up the mountain with your children that you trust us and that, you know, we pray over them. We are just like their second parents. We don't let them out of our sight. We give them those lectures, you know, go to the bathroom in twos and do this and take a shower. shower, Yeah. (laughs) Take a shower, brush your teeth, change your socks. (laughs) Um, but um, we're just so blessed to be able to take a group of kids every year, and we pray that the Lord really works on their hearts, and, and these decisions that they make aren't easy when they come back home because um, they're away from cell phones and technology for a week, and then they come back home, and there it is again to, you know, in their faces, and they're friends that aren't making the right decisions. So I just ask that you all continue to pray for each and every one of them, and the families just continue to support them. Um, so just a few things I wrote down. Um, I was blessed again to be in the kitchen. I was blessed to be able to work with three young women. One was from Africa, one was from Hawaii, and one was from California. Three young ladies that um, have such a burden for camp also. And then the, the camp nurse, her name was Mrs. Carlson. She was from Florida. And we were able to cook together and be around God's word. We prayed together. We did devotions every morning. We prayed over the children. We prayed over the food that we served. And um, I just wanted to put a little bit of spin on it and tell you how much food I cooked. Um, I got up early in the morning, which I love, did my devotion, and I went over to the kitchen about 5 o'clock every morning. And sometimes, it was usually done about 9 o'clock, sometimes later, but I would get a little break in between. But some of the numbers that I did, I served 100, we served 170 pancakes. These are just a few things. 230 biscuits, 50 pounds of spaghetti, 10 gallons of hot chocolate, and by hand, 182 hamburger patties we made. So those are just a few of the numbers. So if you don't like cooking after camp, I don't know. I mean, I, I love it. And it was just a great time for me to be able to, when the kids would come through the line, I could see God working in a lot of their hearts. Kids would come through crying. They would come through happy, upset. So we were able to pray with them and talk to them. Um, again, like I said, I was able to minister with, with the cooks. Um, and I just, again, the Baumans wanted me to relate to all of the church families and community members. Thank you so much for the giving that you've given for the camp. Um, we were able to see part of um, the work in action up there with the trusses and the, the teen lodge and the camp that hopefully next year will be completed. The teens will be up the mountain and the, the juniors will be down the mountain. And um, we'll do um, games together, but they'll be separated. And it's a beautiful, beautiful lodge that they've built. And with your giving and, and tithing, they, it was made possible for us to be able to help support that lodge. So, again, I thank all of you. And please continue to pray for us, not just during the summer, but all year long that we're able to take more kids to camp and um, and invite your friends and and just keep praying. God bless you all. Um, so this is my 11th year at camp, <laughs> and to your counselor. Um, so this year it was kind of I heard uh, Mr. and Ms. Carlson were there, and um, they teach at Pensacola. So I was like, okay, my teacher is going to be at the camp. Oh, this will be great. So I go up there, and then um, a lot of the counselors and the staff were like, do you recognize who that is? And I'm like, yeah, that's my interpersonal relationship teacher. So <laughs> it was kind of weird just seeing um, him like 
get involved with the kids and actually put the teaching side of himself aside and being that um, director and out of the camp and actually get involved. And I grew closer to him, and so it was really cool, and he's, like, looking forward to seeing you at school, so that was just kind of a fun little thing. But um, like I said, it was my second year, um, second year being a counselor, and I had ten girls from our church, so... And teen girls, it was a handful, and they kept me up most nights, but it was a blast. <laughs> and um, one little funny thing, I remember one night, they all eight decided to sleep up in the loft, where it only fits usually three. So just that explains just how much fun they all had, and high off pixie sticks and everything else. <laughs> so it was a blast. Um, like they said, uh, Pastor Van Gelderen, he just really spoke to a lot of kids this week. And where he said that, he just let God work through him and speak about whatever he decided. I think it was really good, and the kids really got more out of it than a list in him preparing the messages before because he really just spoke to the kids. And um, he does talk to teens a lot, so um, this wasn't new for him, but it was a new group of kids, and he really just got connected to them. Um, what A couple things, like I've really enjoyed that strengthened me more is going out afterwards and speaking to kids after problems they've struggled with and stuff. I had a girl that came to me and her brother is 18 and she, he struggles with lust a lot, lust problems. And she was just tore up inside. She was 13 and she didn't know what to do. So it was just cool to talk to her through it and talk to her how she can be a light in her home and be an influence. And um, I got the opportunity to lead uh, girls to the Lord and that was just that was, we were crying, she was crying, I was crying, but it was really good, and just seeing how she opened up, and how God just worked through her and everything, it was, it was just amazing to see, and um, I was really blessed to see all the, all the kids here, they really got involved, and um, through the games, I know they talk about it, and they, the sermons and everything, they all love the water slide, and um, Tommy Knockers, if you ask them all, that's probably their favoriteest game of all, where they just have to run around and capture counselors at the pitch black of night and just drag them back with all their effort to up there. And most of the kids, too, it was raining most of the week, so they were just in really good spirits because most of them came back with wet, muddy clothes, and which they weren't used to all the rain, but it was just a blessing. And... Um, also, one thing that really spoke to me, too, which I don't know, who knows if I'll be standing here next year, because Miss Bauman just took me by the hand and said, Lexi, and I'm like, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> so um, I'm really praying that I can stay up there a whole summer in council. So if it's the Lord's will, then I'll go. Uh, our week at camp, I was with uh, junior campers. Um, Lexi was with the teen girls, and so I was with a cabin of uh, 10 junior boys, and uh, they were, I, I mentioned the showers for a reason, because <laughs> I was insisting that they take one at least each day. But um, I didn't get to go to the teen meetings, but I was with the junior campers and they're preaching. And it was Jasper Winston from uh, Rangeley, Colorado that was preaching for us. And he did a great job. You saw a picture of him in the slide. He was in a fireman suit. And that was probably my most memorable sermon that he gave. He did. It was a great speaker related to the juniors on their level. But uh, he was illustrating in that picture the armor of God. And one aspect of the armor of God that really hit home to me was when he put the oxygen mask on. And uh, how important it is to have that oxygen mask on because going into the fire with all the other armor on and all the other uh, protection, protective gear on is well and good, but if you can't breathe, you're going to fall on your face and die. And the same is true with what he was illustrating was prayer. 
That prayer is like that oxygen tank, and you can take that armor of God, but you have to use it. Um, you have to use it by the power of God and depending on Him in prayer. And uh, like so many of the teenagers, I didn't get to go to any of their uh, preaching services, but I got to go to that bonfire and uh, hear all the testimonies. And I just wanted to uh, share two verses from uh, Isaiah 55, verses 9. Uh, verses 10 and 11. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and return not thither, but watereth the earth and maketh it bring and bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. And that's exactly what God did at camp. Uh, I didn't get to sit in with the teenagers, but I got to go to that bonfire and I got to hear how God, you know, there were some teenagers, teen boys especially, that I was correcting during the whole week of camp that were not from our church but from another church. And they were very hardened to the things of God. And we pray, and I prayed for them every day at camp. But as I just interacted, I was like, I don't think, I think it's just like a bullet off a rock with these guys. And uh, it was exciting to go there to that bonfire. And although I didn't, I didn't know about the decisions that were made, I got to hear not only from our young people and how God worked, but also some of those hardened teenagers, their hearts melted before God. And they made decisions to get right with their parents or to make some reconciliation at home or to accept Christ as their Savior. And uh, we were just so excited about how God... Uh, moved and it challenged me as a pastor that um, and I do this but I need to continue to make the word of God the most important because God has a purpose that he's accomplishing through the giving and preaching of his word but uh, also that um, I got convicted as well to be praying more for the ministry of the word as well and so as a pastor um, the the not just messages but the whole experience spoke to me um, at this time, we're going to be taking that camp offering. So if you would like to give, if you'll use the small white envelopes, we're going to have um, Elizabeth is going to be playing the piano for us uh, or doing some instrumental for us during the offering. But if you will just do that, and our church people, you can still give your regular offering, but if you're going to give to camp, if you'll give it in that white envelope in the pew back in front of you so we can distinguish that, that will help us out a whole lot. Let's pray and ask for the Lord's blessing on the offering.